Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at SF Yoga Mag. Check them out at sfyogamag.com. You can actually check out my uh, my asana columns over there. They do some really good stuff uh, for not just the San Francisco yoga community, but for the yoga community in general. Uh, let's get to the show. Today, we have my dear friend and my uh, my yoga sister, Nikki Krauss, on the show. She is... Um, She's a yoga teacher based in San Diego. Uh, she's a really good friend. She is a powerhouse of energy and light. And I mean, the girl just knows her stuff. She's got a really interesting story. So without further ado, Nikki, welcome to the show. Oh, Danny, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to speak with you on your on your very own show. So what uh, an honor. <laughs> I know. I have a podcast. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yes, I love it. How uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing actually really good. Um, I'm going to be getting back into teaching tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get into it, but I had a little time off. And today was the first day of getting back into my my hours that I thrive. And that means getting up really, really early in the morning. Um, so this is kind of my first day back to it. I'm not going to lie. The last four months, I've I've really lavished in sleeping in and going with my my natural circadian rhythm and this is the first morning back to that 4 30 a.m wake-up call so um i'm adapting <laughs> i'm feeling it it's definitely different now than uh yesterday at at 12 30 so right. yeah but but in all is said and done um it's a good day i just got out of a really nice deep stretch class which is you know similar to a restorative practice but it's longer um longer holds not as long as yin but um it it was a really amazing class. So yeah, I'm Who, feeling good. Whose class was it? Um, my kind of healing sanctuary since I've been on my time away from uh, my normal classes was actually here in Carmel Valley at Yoga 6. And her name is Abby and she is an absolute gem. Again, another really strong, physically strong teacher, but teaches deep stretch in such a mindful, um, mindful way. So we did a lot of deep, long, slow, deep stretching. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So yeah. for... For those of you listening in on the show, um, I've known Nikki for way back. Uh, Throwback. Uh, yeah. How long has it been? <laughs> I want to say, Danny. I remember. Was it okay? Remember when you had your? Was it your twenty-first birthday party? At, I think it was at the top of the W. Was that your twenty-first? No, that was. Um, yeah, I know the the uh, the charity event that we had, right? Yes. That yes. was my twenty-fifth. No, that was my okay. 24th. That was my golden birthday. Yeah, it was the 24th okay. on the 24th. You're on the right. 24th. Okay, because it was a big one. I remember it was a big one. And I knew you probably about seven months from that. Like, so, you met about seven or eight months before that. So I would say I've known you for, like, seven years now. Pretty close yeah. to seven years now. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. When, and, and when I first – how did we meet? I met you at the yoga studio. I think I took, like, your yoga class or something, right? Oh, brother, I remember the first day I met you. It was actually – you were uh, cleaning. You were a cleaner at in San San Diego at one of the oh, that's studios. right. That's right. Yep, at Core Power in Pacific Beach, and I was the stu I was the cleaning manager. That's um, right. So I came down to do. I think it was training or something, and I think we talked for about an hour, hour and a half the whole time, and I don't even think we got through training because <laughs> I just was enamored with your story and obviously your beautiful tattoos, and it just went it went from there, and it was um, a really nice conversation. But I believe that was the first time we actually met. 
that's right. You're correct. You because you were. I remember when you were you were the cleaner there, and then you're like, "Well, I'm actually going to start." It ended up becoming that you were going to start being a teacher, and you're like, "Well, you should actually become the head cleaner." Yeah. And then um, from there, you were like, "Well, then you should probably start teaching soon too." And yeah, all kind of just uh, fumbled into from one thing. And you actually, I had an injury. Um, I had a shoulder and wrist thing going on. Yes. And you actually you were doing massage work at the time, and you were the one yes. that that healed me up. And you're the only. Yeah. Out of every, I went to doctors, I went to chiropractors, I went to a ton of different things, and I, I would call you specifically and be like, Nikki, it's the only time the pain goes away is when you work on me. Yes, I think for all of your yoga listeners out there, for those that practice um, physical asana, it, it is one of the best relievers. So it's in the very center of your shoulder blade. Um, it's actually an acupuncture point. But if you're to look at your shoulder blade like uh, the continent of Africa and locate the very center of it, there's an acupressure point when you push down on that mm-hmm. and go 10 strokes towards the heart and do that about three times a day. You can do it to a homie. You can do it on yourself with a Theracane. It is such a reliever because it gets um, to a lot of the rotator cuff muscles all at once. And it just takes that encapsulation of uh, tension of the shoulder and completely alleviates it. It's very simple. And yes, yes, I'm so glad that that helped, Danny. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was good stuff, man. We go back. I love it. I love it. I love that I get to, to chat with you. So I'm going to, I'm going to fill, let's do one of two things. We'll switch up the show a little bit today. I'm going to, I'm going to fill the listeners in. So Nikki, uh, Nikki is my, my deemed yoga sister. We, we basically, we bonded and kind of fell in love and we were just homies after that. That's the best way to put it. And we would chat about music and life and yes. Um, I borrowed her truck when I was moving a couple times. And yes. She... And, oh, you gave me your DJ equipment. I was getting back into DJing. And oh, I yeah. Think it was, I think it was Thursday when I called you and I had a gig Saturday morning and I'm like, Hey Danny, uh, I have nothing. Um, can you please, can you help me? And I, at that time had learned tr- tractor and you were on Serato, or was it vice versa? I was Serato, yeah. I was you, were Serato. you were on Serato, and I was on Tractor, so I was so familiar with that program. And you're like, yes, of course, come over to my house, no problem, which your house was immaculate. It was so clean. Your <laughs> your your, DV, your DJ equipment was so nice, and you just trusted me with it. Yeah, I that's right. I had to learn Serato, like crammed it like it was a study session in college or something overnight. And you were so kind to me. Like you were like, call me if you have any problems. I remember I was setting everything up that Saturday morning. And you were like on the phone with me. Um, but yeah, that was a, a memory that sticks out of my head. Just how cool you were with me setting everything up and just, and you were, you were there, you were there for me. Yeah. And, and even throughout the, throughout the times, like too, like we would, I feel like we would check in with each other and like send each other a text here and there and just say yeah. what's up. It's, it's just a really good kindred, uh, kindred spirits, which I love. For sure. So you, um, you know, I'm going to give some background and then I want to, I want to ask uh, why yoga in a second and then get into today's topic. But, you know, you, Nikki, for, for those of you listening, um, had a little bit of a cancer scare and she took some time off and she's, uh, she's back and kicking. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And I guess to transition into this, I want to, um, I really, I want to ask for you, Nikki, like why yoga? Oh my goodness. Why not? I know it's such a simple answer, but every time that I've practiced yoga or that 
day has been a really good day. And it's very simple. It's just getting back to connection with self. So however you define yoga, if it's physical asana, if it's meditation practice, it's just yoking your experience with self. So when you ask why yoga, I say, why not? There's so many techniques out there to really get you into a yogic state that when you ask why, I say, why not? Yeah. And you've been, so you started teaching when you were a cleaner and then did you do your teacher training at that same time or had you done it beforehand or? Well, this is another funny story. Um, I actually was teaching before I was trained. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a little, a little secret I'm revealing. Um, what happened was I was a holistic health practitioner and I moved to San Diego to work at a wellness center. At that mm -hmm. time I had, um, been practicing Ashtanga for, for such a long time under Ite Dollinger, um, down in Orange County in Laguna beach that I felt my practice was really strong. And when I went to that wellness center, um, I said, yes, I absolutely can teach a yoga class here. And I did an audition. I cannot believe that I passed that audition. Um, and then, yeah, I started teaching. And no joke, Danny, those first few classes I was teaching out of a book. Like I had my um, one of my yoga teachers. I had his Ashtanga book down there and I was flipping through the pages teaching asana just like that. Um, <laughs> and yes. then once I felt uh, comfortable, I actually transitioned into power yoga after moving to San Diego and really fell in love um, with practicing at core power. I never thought I would. It was a format that I was not used to, um, but it was very accessible. And I started to notice that I actually practiced every single day. And it was such a part of the flow. It's a, it's a shorter time. Um, and at that time I was a little bit more busy. So I was able to get it in and you know, I, when I went for an actual teacher training, because I wanted to start to, um, kind of work towards being a teacher versus just a, a teacher from a place of a student when I wanted the tools of being a teacher. Right. Uh, it was just kind of a natural progression to go through uh, core power teacher training. That was my that was my basic 200 hour training that I did down in San Diego. I have no like doubt in my mind that even your first couple classes just because I mean, I, I know you and I know how intuitive you are with bodies and and i just see that the way you move in your practice that i have no doubt i mean it was probably a killer first couple classes without a you know an official 200 hour training you're a great i mean you're a great student and you're a great teacher well my friend do you remember you actually took my class you actually took it it was in la jolla and it was um at this studio called eight elements west and it was upstairs. yeah there was a massage place yes you took my yoga took my yoga class there it was like a very basic ashtanga i i don't think it was the full primary series but there right. was a, a good chunk of the primary series in that class yeah but you were you were already a teacher by then okay so then probably by then i was i probably was uh still teaching <laughs> the the power sequence i got the og studio. i got the og nikki <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's so, uh, I get, it's so funny. Like after all these years, I, I've never known that story. Like I just yeah. kind of just like 
knew you as you know the homie that was like a teacher and and yeah. you know kind of did more with it but that's that's awesome it's hey, the when, secrets come out <laughs> yeah when you have passion for something you know I felt that I was respecting it because I had been a student for so long um, and I never claimed anything at teaching it that I I didn't know like I felt strong with that uh, holistic health practitioner base right um but yeah that's that's the truth underneath it all I love it, man. I love it. And I love, uh, I love your, your why, your why yoga answer. Why yeah. not? It's, it's so, uh, it's so simple. And it, that's come out, that's actually come up on the show a few times now. It's, it's yeah. as the answer is, as why not? It's a good, uh, it's, it's a great like response to it. Yeah. So I want to, um, I want to transition into, uh, to, so for, when I was asking you, uh, to be on the show, you know, I was thinking about everything that you were going through and, and you tell the story obviously way way better than I do. But you had your cancer scare, and one, it scared me uh, shitless. And and I, I immediately reached out and was like, "Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Be it you know financially help or you know support or I think I'd even said I said I would fly down if you needed me. Yeah. And, um. And uh, I know you know because of all that, it really kind of the topic just came up like, boom, yoga and healing. And I yeah. was like, what better person to uh, not only just speak to this, but speak to this from a place of like right away, like that it's, it's so real and so raw and so, and so open. Cause it just, it just actually happened. So let's talk about yoga and healing and let's talk a little bit about your story and, uh, and you, you know, your recent past and how yoga has helped you heal with everything. Sure, Danny. And I think that this is going to be starting from dessert and going down to appetizers because I was a little bit of a reverse experience. Um, I had had a real formative practice for for 16 years. You know, I had the tools of meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a raw vegan diet. I had a holistic lifestyle. The weekend before I was diagnosed, I actually ran the San Diego Rock and Roll Marathon and felt, you know, there was a few, a few things uh, and symptoms that I had been experiencing, but nothing blatant, nothing glaring. Um, so starting from a place of health, starting from a very uh, grounded sense of um, self and experience, this completely rocked my world because it was the last thing that I ever expected to happen. And I think that's what I'm kind of gathering that that is actually the message, which has nothing to do with the physical, which has nothing to do with control. It's actually the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, and my experience started or this particular experience started four months ago. Um, I had to keep it really short. I had um, been taken uh, to the emergency room by a friend, an actual um, another teacher, a manager at one of my studios that I teach at. And we went into the emergency room um, at my unknowing. Like I was I did not want to stop teaching. And she actually subbed my class out, subbed her class out. And so unwilling, I went. I didn't think that anything was wrong, except there are a few things that had happened that morning where obviously something was going on. Anyway, fast forward, I went into emergency surgery that Friday evening and a 10 centimeter mass in diameter was removed from my right ovary. Oh, wow. um, so for the viewers that are, um, for the listeners that want to get kind of a, a visual of that, that was about the size of a grapefruit. 
that was actually in the cavity of my abdomen. And I, I did not know that. And that morning I had been actually demonstrating twisting and had maybe a pain level of two at the most. Mm -hmm. Um, so fast forward about two weeks after that surgery, I heard back from pathology and I had stage one C non, um, epithelial, uh, immature germ cell ovarian cancer. So for those, as I was very unfamiliar with um, the different elements of cancer, non-epithelial translates to it's not the kind that you can change or shift your diet to prevent or, you know, if you're a smoker, stop smoking, get your body alkaline. It's got nothing to do with that, nothing to do with DNA, completely random. Wow. So here I was given this diagnosis. Um, I had not been actually staged for it yet, uh, because I was taken out thinking that it was a cyst. Everybody was completely, um, uh, we didn't know what to do at that stage. The, the doctor, my first, uh, oncologist that I went to go see, he was actually a specialist in San Diego at UCSD. And he did not even know the steps to take it. It's such a rare form that since 1970, only 150 women have had this type of cancer. So wow. I was, I was in dark, complete dark, Danny. And what that meant for me was bringing it back to yoga this was the biggest art of letting go that I have ever had to experience. You know, I remember when people ask you, when is it, was it painful for, were you scared? Not, not really at all. Um, more along in the story as I go along, it, it was my community. It was a few events that I knew that I would be, you know, okay. And, I felt so much love that that was the biggest healing power that I think I ever could have experienced. But what I did grapple with was not being able to control something for, I would say probably really the first time in life or not understanding it, not, not being able to get an answer after asking God over and over again, why, why not from a place of being a victim, but not being able to wrap my head around it. So where does yoga come in when that experience happens? And all I could do was stay present as the moments unfolded. And that's really where, you know, yoga came in due to the surgery I had and due to the surgery that I had about uh, five weeks later to, to get the staging, um, I physically had to stop. I had to stop physical asana the first time I had, I had stopped in 16 years. And, um, you know, I got to my meditation cushion. I uh, did a lot more introspection. And, and that's where yoga uh, that's where yoga played its part in that, in the whole healing journey. And how, like, and even in the recovery process, cause you're, I mean, that was four months ago and you're just, yeah. tomorrow's like your big debut. Actually, tomorrow you get yeah. back to the grinds. Like, yeah. How did yoga without, you know, cause people always think, I mean, and it's such a different, what we've done to yoga in the, in the Western society has been a lot of physical base, which I'm not saying is sure. a bad thing at all, but sure. how did the other aspects of yoga help you with healing? So you said you talked a little bit about the meditation, but like, mm -hmm. and talk more about like, I want to hear more about your experience of like the letting go and you know, the, the, you know, and, and I don't, maybe I'm alluding to it, but like, you know, the whole impermanence thing and, and, you know, knowing that this is going to be completely different tomorrow, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just that, you know, I had defined 
for myself who I was, you know, as a healthy young woman, what happens when that gets played with a little, you know, and I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say, yeah, I mean, there were elements where that was essentially ego wrapped around a certain identity that I had carried thinking that that was my shield of armor, that that's, that was, um, in some training that I've done what we called a strong suit. That's what I was in, in my life was a health, healthy individual. What happens when that rug gets pulled out underneath you or where you're, you're tested a little bit, where do you go? And, and it was just absolutely that it was letting go, you know, knowing that we are so much more than our physical body. So when I wasn't able to identify with it, where did I go to? Um, I love to get uh, physical elements through um, asana practice and to stir that life force up. You know, I went through pranayama practices and I got back into that. So that's one of the eight limbs that was practiced. Um, Dharana, dhyana, concentration, focus on what exactly was happening um, when I was sitting in the doctor's office, you know, and he was speaking vernacular that I was not familiar with these words, these big words. What do they mean? Was able to breathe into it, focus on what he's saying, knowing that it's very, it's very important information that he's telling me right now. It's a foreign language, but I need to focus on what he's saying because it's information that will at least, will at least help me navigate with what's going on. Um, and then, yeah, to go back to where we, where we started, it was about letting go. Um, and that when all of this passes that, you know, I'm my physical body, it's not permanent. I'm right now, not that woman I was four months ago running 26 miles, you know, is not coming as easily as it was because that was not a permanent thing. Shifting has to happen. And letting go of, um, defining myself with how far I can go in a backbend. You know, I couldn't even do a backbend for three, four, five weeks after, um, the, after this second surgery, you know, to actually expand and open through my sternum, like that energy was there and I could not do a backbend. So I didn't, uh, get, um, uh, scar tissue. I was building up, you know, scar tissue to, to heal the surgery, the second round of surgery. So couldn't get into a back bend. Well, that had been a, def- a definitive action that I had taken as a way of meaning of an open up in, in my heart. So I had to open up through action, through service, um, through, you know, that's a huge element of the yoga practices serving. And when other individuals had come to me, even after I'd gotten diagnosed a short span two months ago, I've already had three friends reach out that are going through a similar experience already and being able to, to be of service to them of something I couldn't have been a few months ago. You know, that was also definitely an element of using that um, element of service. That's a huge part. I think uh, people forget that yoga isn't just about, you know, the, the actual, uh, well, there's, there's multiple layers of the practice, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not just always the physical thing, but it is being of service to people. And, and, and I, I love that you were able to, uh, to hold that space. I think you reached out to me and we're like, Hey, I want to talk to you about your cancer thing. I, I, it was kind of like cryptic. And then you were like, well, this is what's going on. And then I was like, Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you get into this tribe that you never, I never expected to be a part of. And holy, you know, there's so 
many individuals on this planet that are going through um, going through it in our time. And, and some say that this is uh, a blanket word over many different diseases, but it is linking us together. So when I got diagnosed, I went straight for the people in my life that I know have gone through a similar experience because there's this, there's a simple, there's a, um, a kindred uh, relationship there that other people cannot necessarily relate to. And my story is not your story. Your story is not my story, but there's some kind of connection where only you could understand that my other friends, you know, why they cared for me or supported me. They had no idea what it actually felt like to hear those words. You've been diagnosed with cancer. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. So that's why I reached out to you and, um, you know, it's a small circle that I started with when, when I was diagnosed with it. And even to see, uh, to see, you know, everyone just come up and rally and support. And I, I mean, I think that was, that was, that was huge. That was, huge. That was so, so great to see everyone come up and support, but it also is, you know, and just, and not, a, not just as your, you know, your soul brother and your friend, but like, it's just a direct reflection of you and, you know, it's it's a direct reflection of what you put out into everybody and how you actually do put out that service to everybody. I think it's just it came right back to you 100 percent. Yeah, Danny. And that was, I think, another lesson in this experience was actually receiving that because it was it was overwhelming um, at first. And I, I at first is a little bit, to be quite honest, I was embarrassed. You know, there's a little shame that comes around. Like I had done something wrong that I had gotten this diagnosis, that there was something in my life that I had done wrong. And through that uh, receiving of love, you cannot help but feel those, those pangs soothed by the people around you saying, you know, absolutely not. You're 100% loved. There's nothing that you did wrong. Um, you know, even if they couldn't necessarily understand, they, they were there for me as a friend. They were there for me, stepped up as my community. And after I let those barriers down of shame, of guilt, and started to receive that love for me, that's when the healing started to happen. Right. Man, well, I mean, I'm uh, obviously I'm I'm super glad you you came out swinging and and it's so uh it's so crazy to uh it's so crazy to be here actually today knowing that tomorrow you're going back to teaching. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, 20 classes down in Southern San Diego. You guys got to come down, check out, take one of my classes. It would be an honor. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, if um if our listeners wanted to find you, so you're you're teaching at um Core Powers in San Diego. Do you have uh-huh. a website or a social media or any of that stuff that you you put your information on? Yeah, all of it. Um, you know, I'm I'm definitely on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on SoundCloud for those that are into music and Spotify. Um, for me, uh, my website is organic, Nick, and then it's N-I-K, so it's organic, N-I-K.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be completely honest with you, Danny, I'm still a little bit old school, and the best way to reach me is to come to take one of my classes and or meet me before or after a class. I'm uh, much more a one-on-one person, so reach out with me on social media, and I'd love to message and, and connect that way. But um, definitely more in person. As far as my website, it's it's uh, the holistic stuff that I do. It's it's yoga. But the best experience I feel is in the yoga studio. Unless you want to message me directly and, and speak about something else. 
That's awesome. I'll uh, and I'll make sure for everyone listening that I put all these links in the uh, in the notes below, so you guys actually know where to click and and how to find uh, fi- how to find Nikki. Nikki, I'm so uh, I'm so glad to uh, one. I'm so glad you're here with us. Um, I'm so glad that you are such a fighter and such a uh, you know strong beam of light and and just super stoked to have you on the show today. Like beyond stoked to have you on the show today. We. We, we had to reschedule this one a couple times and like what better day to do it than today. So I'm super pumped. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners before we take off? Yes. Um, to, to know that you're not alone, anything that you are going through, um, to share with the people that are around you to receive it. Uh, you never have to go through anything alone. And, and that, even if it's shame, even if it's guilt, those things can be soothed through sharing your story. Also, celebrate your health, celebrate thriving in life, that we don't necessarily need to just be connected through our struggles. That's one thing, but also, you know, high five a friend that's doing really good in life, you know, be with each other when you're, when you're thriving, also when you're challenged. Um, And then a few more things. I love this part at the end when you wrap it up. Uh, Ovarian cancer is one of um, the most uh, unknown cancers. We don't really talk about it, but it's, it's also um, deemed as the silent killer. It does not show up right now at a pap smear, does not show up in a pelvic examination, those of which I had before I was diagnosed, nothing shows up. So you gotta go back to the idea of trusting or the yogic principle of trusting your intuition. If you feel that something is off, let go of your ego, step into a professional that can help you check things out just to at least alleviate your mind. But please always trust that intuition. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Nikki. So glad uh, to have you today. Thank you, Danny. What an honor. Until uh, until the next yogi session, we uh, yes. this is Nikki and Danny saying peace out. Peace out. Namaste, y'all. Namaste. Namaste.